Support the Amigos podcast on Patreon or PayPal and receive cool perks and rad swag. Visit our page at everythingamiga.com support. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, we are celebrating the best of 2019. Mm, Indeed. Indeed, sir. 2019 will go down in the annals of history as one of the greatest years of all time. (laughs) Boy, I know I had a good time. (laughs) Personal life was great. (laughs) Business life to the moon. It was all good. No hardware problems, nothing ruined. Everything went smooth as silk. A great year. Listen, um, if if you're just looking back on 2019 in the world mm. of the show, Aaron, what is that? <laughs> I, I say you limited that. A yeah, good move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what would you uh, What would you say was your 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 favorite your favorite memory of 2019 on the Amigos? Let me think here for a minute. Well, I'll tell you, we had we had some good times. I liked uh, I liked when we were on uh, Reggie Man Cave show it was fun. It was nerve wracking, but I liked that. Uh, you liked it because I wasn't able to speak for ninety nine percent of it. That was the best part. <laughs> I liked all the stuff you did from Ireland. I thought that was a high point. You also liked that because I was not present with you. I think. Uh, well, no, I just thought it was I thought it was interesting, and you know, the thing that people don't maybe they do get it. I mean, because I didn't know. Just you know, we sit in this basement like dressed like idiots. Okay. You don't know where this thing goes and stuff. So when you told me you're going to Ireland, I was like, mm-hmm, I don't know about that, you know. And then uh, because I didn't know what, who would, I don't think anybody would care, to be honest with you. And then when you got there, you're like, man, everybody knows who I am, and it's great, and I'm going to help them do some stuff. I was like, you're kidding me. I couldn't believe it. So it, it, that was surprising, you know. So I feel like uh, 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 the last year I have gotten some idea of the, width and breadth of people that listen to the show, I was clearly I was shortchanging us a little bit. There's more people than I would have anticipated. So that's nice. So that's kind of fun. Uh, I thought the marathon this year was a, was a good uh, was a high point. I enjoyed that. There was no major screw-ups. It didn't kill us. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought that was fun. And also I liked having the computer club this year. It was lots of fun, too. I've enjoyed that. So I enjoyed a lot of fun stuff that we've done this year so cool. far. Well, uh I'll come back with my favorite moments of uh, 2019 in a little bit. Today, we are mostly celebrating you, the listener. Uh, You have overwhelmed us with responses to the Amigos Best of 2019 um, survey. Really? Yeah. They overwhelmed us? Absolutely. Because normally, it's cut and go on those surveys. Well, this is the first year that that we really had an overwhelming outpouring of support. Oh, okay. So... um, and uh, we're going to go over uh, the winners from each category. So it's going to be a good time. We'll have a look back at some of the games that we've looked at, and uh, then we'll we'll discuss that year or that category's winner. So we're going to start with best adventure slash RPG. Okay. Okay. Now what I've done is I've narrowed the field down to the top three. Okay. Good. Uh, so in third place in this category was. The Adventures of Robin Hood, which was nominated to us by Amigos Game Selection Committee member Paul Bossman Harrington. That was a crazy game. That stuff happened in real time. Yeah. So, do you remember? I don't remember 
hating that game. I remember not. I wasn't super into it. What, do you recall your thoughts? I on thought it was great because it was just so different. It was different. Like you could they remember there was that cheat where you could win the game in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. You just walk to the right place and kill the right people. I love the fact that you could kill anybody anytime. It was very GTA like. It was. It was. Regard. It was very unusual. Yeah. Yeah. That was third. Okay. That was third. Second place was Dungeon Master. Second place. Hmm. Hmm. I like Dungeon Master. Dungeon Master is probably one of the least favorite experiences I've ever had being anywhere near a computer in my life. Wait, why? Take every trope about dungeon crawling that you hate, then complicate it with a horrible interface and slow as molasses travel, and you've got Dungeon Master. See, this is this is one of those games where you had to kind of be there when it came out to understand. Maybe it, so. Maybe oh, so. I bought this game. It's at the pad right now. Mm. It's got it's got the so I got the got book good box everything. Art. Hey, listen, you don't want to cross the the copy protection in that game. <laughs> that goes, it goes it really screws you big time. And the winner, and I should say before we announce the winner, uh, there are some um, openings. If you're watching the video show, uh, that uh, you're going to see that are all computer generated. It's it's computer generated animation, Aaron. It's a new thing. I like We're it. We're on the cutting edge here. Did you use your uh, your uh, silicon graphics workstation? Well, I didn't use anything these? because this was all the dunk. The dunk. He's he's I've I've used his work in the past. He's gold. Yeah. Solid gold. Duncan Styles designed all these uh, intros to announce the best of. So the best of winner uh, for. 2019, and this is already, it's already going, it's already going haywire. That's, that's best shooter. Don't look at that. That's coming up. We're going to go with role-playing up adventure right RPG. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh, it's just like Tron. Look at that. Winner is Beneath a Steel Sky. Mm, well, yeah. <laughs> now, Dungeon Master was suggested to us by uh, Adam Bradley, and Beneath a Steel Sky was Mr. Pixels at Dawn. Um, Aaron, you hated this game, didn't you? No, no, I didn't hate it. I played it. Actually, this one I, I gave quite a bit of time to. Uh, I like the world. You know, it's it was a tough game. That's one thing I didn't like about it. It's really tough. It's a very pretty game. Mm-hmm. You've got no second chances. They'll shoot yeah. you in this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, but I mean, it's it, and some of the stuff. I, 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 don't, I remember there's some stuff in it that's timing based. I'm not mm-hmm. too keen on that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but what do you recall your thoughts on this one, boat? Um, I'm not a big fan of apocalyptic, like post-apocalyptic settings. They're yeah. kind of a drag. Uh, I thought that... The, does it depress you? It does. It depresses me. <laughs> I like my games to be bright and happy. Like me. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I thought that the uh, the the game itself was beautiful, though. I mean, I thought that it, the, the art was fantastic. I really, and maybe this is sort of a petty thing, but I couldn't get over the random capitalization of various words. I knew they did that to try and be more like a comic book. But in my mind, I would just hear, like, just random shouting... You said to go down to. I mean, nobody talks like that. Why I, did they write the I game do. like that? I, I, I like I like that. That's mm. that's a weird. That's a nitpick right there. It is a nitpick, but it's you're in, not one of those punctuation jerks, are you? Oh, I'm the jerkiest of the punctuation oh, jerks. Boy, I bet you hate reading my posts. <laughs> They're all over the map. Listen, I, I gave up long ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, um, that is the winner of the best adventure role-playing game for 2019 we covered on Amigos. That's just a, that sort of surprises me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Now, to uh, sort of break things up a little bit uh, in between the categories, uh, I've recorded some people's uh, best Amigos moments and okay. also predictions for the new year. Okay. So as part of the um, as part of the survey, you could enter your favorite Amigos predictions and also your uh, Amigos moments of the year. Unfortunately, I've left my turban in the other room, oh, so I won't you, be able the to. The turban to, doesn't to, go well with the to don that this year. You will have to wait till next year. But uh, but um, we're going to start with some favorite Amigos moments. Unfortunately, most people did not write their names beside these. So if this was you, then. That's because they're they're bad gonna bad mouth us. We're gonna see. So uh, somebody just wrote 4D sports boxing. <laughs> that was their favorite Amigos moment. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, someone wrote, "Y'all forgot my name on air and squirm trying to figure it out." That's the guy that from um, from the show. So you forgot him again. Pixel Gaiden, Casey, <laughs> right? No. Cassidy, no. You're on your own. You don't remember. <laughs> I do. I listen to Pixel Gaiden every week. Hoffman. It's no. Casey, right? It's like Casey. What else could it be? Listen, man, if you don't say it right now, I'm not saying nothing. Know. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> not saying nothing. We know, we know who wrote that one. <laughs> You're so hilarious. Every time you talk about that 10 mark guy, he's awesome. I don't know who wrote that. Ha! <laughs> That's. <laughs> wow, the plug. Amigathon raising lots of money. That uh, was a surprise, wasn't it? It wasn't a surprise. Not that Amigathon much money. Amigathon raises lots of money yeah, every but that, year. That was a lot of money. It was a lot and of that money. That was half as long. I was not surprised at all. Our community is the best. I like any moment wherein Boat makes a silly joke or obscure reference and Aaron steamrolls right past it. <laughs> I do a lot of steamrolling. Yeah. I, I got no choice. I don't know what's happening half the time. All right. And... Here are some predictions for next year, Aaron. All right. Now, did, we don't have names for these either? Nope. Okay. 5D sports boxing. It's been 20 years. It's time. <laughs> Do we have any idea what the fifth dimension would be? Space. Is that okay? No, I think that's the fourth dimension, isn't it? I don't know. I don't did know. We never quite figured that out, did no, we? No, it's like distance, depth, deception, and darkness. This is not a show that's built on like any sort of... Uh, Physics. <laughs> yeah, that's not us. There will be no Amiga Mini. Oh, that is a, you know, that's a bold prediction. We should talk about that for a minute because, you know, I've got that. You know, I've been using the Twitter and I've got the guys that were talking about the uh, PC mini uh, on my Twitter, you know, and I keep monitoring the channel and all they do is post music and crap. There's nothing going on. So I don't think the PC uh, mini's coming out either. When was the last time you heard anything about that? No, that was something that some guy whipped up in his basement, made no, a video a about company. it, it blew up. Nothing happened. They're a real cut. I'm disappointed in that. I think the time is right for that too, because mm. people PC gaming has taken off this year. I think. Do you I think mean, so? Yeah, DOS gaming and stuff. It's a, it's much bigger. It's a much bigger playful than it's been. I mean, it's really blowing up. Name it's, one uh, DOS game that's come out this year. No, I'm not talking about new DOS stuff. I'm talking about people wanting to play old, like building old DOS machines mm. and stuff. There's a lot of that. If you watch the, uh, YouTube, so there's a lot of videos of people doing that. It's, they were quite popular, you know. Okay. So okay. I'm surprised about that one. Here's a prediction that there will be lawsuits. I yeah. think that's a fair prediction to Boy, make. Well, I in hope the world that's wrong, especially after the, the Germany uh, summit, if you will. Yeah. That uh, that 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 went down. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, amigos, to move to Twitch completely on, on each Twitter stream announcement with come say hi. I do say that a lot. Come say hi on the stream. Can we can't really move there completely. I mean, we have moved there yeah. almost completely. We sort of moved there completely already. Hey, listen, so. YouTube, they, they, they're the jerks. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know? All right, Aaron, it's time for our next category. Our next category is best public domain game. Okay? <laughs> this is going to be so, so we did. We played more public domain than usual. It this seems year. like every other week it was a PD week. Yeah, it was just it was it seemed endless, but in a good way, maybe. Some uh, of the, it was good. The, you... In third place was and the, uh, the the good news is that all three of these are solid titles. Okay, Alien Fish Finger. Oh, now see, I think I picked that for number one. Graham so, suggested that that was a great game. Yeah, man, yeah. and the name is so stupid. Yeah, I, I believe we actually talked to the author of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that was a fantastic game. With an awful name, yeah. Uh, Dogfight, guys. Number two, that was a great. I like. I think Alien Fishburg is more of a game. But mm-hmm. Dogfight, we played a lot. Yeah, I we, might have spent more time with Dogfight. We uh, played just because it's so much fun. It's like it's like combat, but like it's insane. It, that game was the that you could have had a major league game there as opposed to just that fun diversion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in first place, the number one PD game as voted by you, the viewers. Scorch Tanks. You got to say that with me in unison. Scorch Tanks. Yeah. So, Scorch Tanks. This is a game that I was surprised won, to be honest with you. Well, this game has a big fall. Yeah. To me, this game was overburdened by too many menus. You, you, you know, you pick your loadouts, you pick all these different things. I wanted to get in there and just start blowing stuff out. Give me a default loadout. Plus, it, it had that sort of blitz basic feel to the menus that just screams to me of cheapness, kind of like Super Skid Marks has. Wow. Yeah, I'm You're a killing lion. this game. Um, I've played a ton of these type of games. Of course, probably the most famous of these is Worms. It was sort of the the epoch of the evolution of the Scorch Tank type game. I mean, game. Uh, Scorch Tank, it didn't Worms pretty much effectively like Hork. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, this, this was not the first of this kind of game either. Um, and these games are a lot of fun, but to me... This 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 had nothing on either Alien Fish Finger or Dogfight. I think this game is actually pretty good, and it's, it's funny. This is the first time I ever played it. Was when we did the show. Mm-hmm. The amount of weapons and stuff. This is unbelievable. <clears throat> There's a lot. I like the fact that you've got uh, uh, one thing that this does is it, it gets the it changes the geometry when you blow stuff mm-hmm. up. I like the fact that your bases can fall when yeah. you jump. I liked a lot of this game. Uh, it's, it, you can see how Worms is sort of the natural, pro- sure. natural progression for him, but I dug it. Uh, I, there are so many weapons that you'd really have to sit around and try to figure out what all they do, mm-hmm. that, and that would take more time than I devoted to it. So I think, actually, there's more fun to be had than what we t- touched on, but I dug it. I, I kind of like I like these kind of artillery games, and I, I'm not surprised that this one, because of all the games on the PD list, this is probably the one that's most renowned yeah you know and it's it's a fun game i mean i'm, I'm not gonna bad mouth it. I, I thought it was a fun game i mean is it refined no but it, i mean it's still pretty fun yeah so, yep i give that one thumbs up i like that game the way i see it is in a day and age where you can play anything why would you play this game over worms versus dogfight there's nothing like dogfight there's no like official release game that's as good as dogfight well, there's nothing like alien fishfinger period it's totally unique well this game is i mean th- this has different stuff that worms doesn't have it's it's got some 
it's it's a different sort of game because Worms has mobility that this doesn't have. Right. And so you get a, that changes the game dynamic as to what you're doing. So I can I can understand why people play this game still, and it's fun. <clears throat> so I, it's, I, I, it's I like it. It's somewhat, a good party game. It's somewhat begrudgingly that I hand the award. To scorch I think you'd be too tough on it. You're being too hard. It's a good game. It's a shame that we don't have real trophies that we can award to, like, the box. Who do we hand them to them? Do we just slide them in front of the box? <laughs> just have it's a, a can there. Gesture, yeah. You can just kind of plop it in. There you go. <laughs> Next year, we just get them out. Okay. So now we have some more uh, favorite Amigos moments. All right. Okay. So um, the Thanks for Giving Marathon. Which was, yeah, was, I guess that sort of counts. It was since you were both there. That Why would fun. it not count? I, I, it is, it was, that was more of a... What's the A and ARG stand for? Mo, no one knows. Right. <laughs> no one who, knows. Who gave that show that name anyway? That's such some, an awful name. Same, <laughs> we, we, like, you got <laughs> even. <laughs> the un- that was fun, though. I like that game. I like that show. The unboxing megalomania, thanks to Rushi. All that oh, stuff. God. Not to mention your C64 hall. And the, I also had the Coco hall. Yeah. And the... Uh, uh, yeah, we, we did good this year. We had a lot of cool stuff. Tons of hauls. Tons yeah, of yeah. hauls. Um, you got it, Duncan. Ah, and who can forget Boats the Fresh Maker? <laughs> I, I, well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of, talk about favorite moments. I don't know which show this appeared on, but one of my favorite things of the year was hearing, all about, hearing your boating tales. Those are especially the guy that sank his boat. That's, yeah. That's my favorite one. And I like the fact that you, my favorite thing is that you this year. What was that? That what was that crazy challenge you had last year where you uh, oh, were going to buy challenge? any stuff? The boat challenge. This year, the new challenge was how much stuff can you buy in return? Right. And you were the you were the unquestioned master of doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Especially I, the rubber boat. Oh. Now, the whole story around that boat. <laughs> It's one of my favorite all-time <laughs> stories because it's so, the fact that you bought this boat and never even opened it and then sent it back on a whim. That, you're out of your mind. I, yes, yes. But now you're a sailor. I am. Are I, you going to buy a full point sailboat now? No, no. Come if on, there's let's one do thing, it. If there's one thing this whole this whole operation has taught me, it's that buying a boat <laughs> would be the would be the end. It would be the end of me. See. Those are the kind of wacky adventures that I enjoy. <laughs> Just the fact that you went boating amuses me. I won my first regatta. Yeah, well, <laughs> were you? What level of regatta tears were you up against? Like the I, guy that sank his boat. Well, was he, he was. It? Yeah, he was in it. Did, did he sink it again? <laughs> no, no. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. One day I'll bring my trophy on and show everybody. You've got a trophy oh, for yeah. this? Does oh, it look yeah. like Noah's Ark or something? What well, it looks like I would, it looks more like a sailboat. Oh that's yeah. <laughs> Another favorite Amigos moment is uh, Alien Breed 3D after I bought a Blizzard 1230-4. I don't know anything about... I know Blizzard is like an accelerator card. That's right? true. So a Blizzard 1230... So one of his favorite moments is when he played that game after getting the Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Very good. Um, the continued friendship and camaraderie on the Discord... Oh, yeah. We've had a good time with the Discord this year. Yeah. Have we had the Discord all year? We've had the Discord since, I think, the beginning of last year. I uh-huh. think it, it came I to remember, I couldn't remember when it started. 2018. Yeah, Discord's been great. I've had a lot of fun on there. It's so much more easy to navigate than Twitter. Twitter perpetually. I wanted to tag you in something last night. I just sat there staring at it, wondering what to do. I was like, I know I can figure this out. I don't know if I got it right or not. I'm not sure. Who knows? All right, we've got some more predictions, Aaron. All right. It says Aaron to dye his beard rainbow-colored stripes like the Amiga Tech, the checkmark, or the ZX Spectrum logo. Mm. 
that could happen. You have trimmed your beard recently. No. It doesn't seem to be as no, long never, as it never. is. Never. No, it just falls out occasionally. Oh, okay. Well, it's the same. Close thing. it a car door, you know, stick, accidentally get it stuck in a microwave or oven, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It happens, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know Barkbit knows. You see that guy's beard? Oh, epic. Mm-hmm. Epic beard. Indeed. Yeah. I think he looks like a front man for like one of those like Norwegian heavy rock bands. I like it. Yeah, me too. I couldn't pull that off. No. Some people look cool with a long beard, like a real stud type. Then there's like d- doughy idiots that look like like fools. Remember when like you me. remember when you got your job and you cut <laughs> off your beard? I, I do. Well, yeah. you didn't cut it off, but you trimmed it back. Yeah, I do. Why don't you bring that look back? It doesn't matter. None of it matters. There is no look that's going to make any difference. If you combine that with that purple dye that you throw on there every six months or so, purple. That, yeah, that's not purple. That's black. It man. looks purple. It's to me. jet black. Okay. That's cool guy black. It's like, how much more black could it be? Are you ragging on my purple colored beard? No. Listen. I was a little bit disappointed that I'll it wasn't I'll come in here purple. with the rainbow. <laughs> you know? Call me Captain Skittles. I'll be ready. Okay. You should. Um, it says, yes, Rygar. My prediction, or at least my sincere hope, is that the Amigos cover more newish games, especially Rygar and that cool-looking River Raid clone. More new games, please. Yeah, we never played that game. Well, your wish has been granted, anonymous Aww. survey contestant, because the first game of 2019, actually, it's not, the first game of 2020 <laughs> is going to be Rygar. It's going to be Rygar. So, I wonder, what the, game, I wonder what the first game of 2019 was. I, I have no idea either. <laughs> All right, Aaron, it's time for the next category, the best action platformer game. Okay. Okay, so let's see. Uh, in third place was Arabian Nights. All right. Okay, you yeah. remember anything about that game? Yeah, yeah, it was it's a okay. Pix- a Pixels of Dawn yeah. choice. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. P.P. Hammer, number two, yeah, recent. It's okay. Graham, yeah. okay. Remember, we're talking about the Amiga. Well, I know what, I was waiting for it. I was just waiting. For you to bad mouth it. Well, it's you you walk you, you when you're throwing both out those, softballs. Both those games were okay. You're right. Okay. You're right. Which means they're amazing Amiga platforms. You noticed that uh, one of the guys that worked on PP Hammer uh, replied on on the video. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which was cool. I thought it was cool, and he he confirmed all of our suspicions yeah. about the box art being developed separately by a different well, team. Yeah. He said those uh, some of the screens they 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 were like we don't want this, and right. they were like yeah you're getting it. Yeah. So. The PP Hammer people concluded, or also confirmed, that they they changed the mascot. <laughs> you know, so if you haven't uh, seen that post on the uh, video for PP Hammer, go back and watch, go back and have a look at it because that was pretty informative. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. And the winner, best action platformer of 2019, is welcome, gamesters, to Chuck Rock Two: Son of Jaden. Yes, sir. You'll remember that this in our last Wars. exciting adventure, Chuck Rock, the evil Gary Gritter, Chuck his I can't believe it. I actually, this is the one I picked. I never thought this would get the one. I never thought this would, would win. I'm very pleased by this. Now, I'm guessing you didn't pick this one, did you? Uh, no, I did, I did not choose Chuck Rock 2 as the best act. Actually, maybe I did. We didn't really have a ton of great platformers this year. Um, and Chuck mm. Rock 2 was, I mean, it was sort of bonkish. You it know, was. It's. It's. There's a lot of cavemen hanging around the Amiga. The, the thing about Chuck Rock too that that really surprised me is that I didn't like Chuck Rock one that much. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the sequel, I remember seeing this when it came out, and I was like, "Man, this looks like crap. I'm not interested." And so I didn't ever fool with it. And so when we had to play it for the show, I was like, 
wait a minute, Chuck Rock 2, this is going to be a tough one. And it ended up being great. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there were some awesome levels. The one that remember in particular was the level with all the waterfalls. Like, mm-hmm. like a, it's very it graphically really cool. impressive. Of course, we're watching the CD32 version here with the yeah. animated intro. And, uh, of course, that's what CD32 ports did, was they added an that's animated all you intro. Need. That's no all you other need. changes. No, they you know, adapted to the joystick occasionally. Yeah, sometimes. occasionally. But this, I, I have to say, I, I didn't think this would win. So, But I actually picked this one, so I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Great, great, good good. I wonder if pick. we have exhausted the caveman games for the Amiga. Because we've done Kid Chaos, we've done Chuck Rock 2, and we've done um, Bonk or BC Kid. Yeah. Are there any other ones? Um, I don't think they didn't get Ugly Olympics. No, they didn't get. Uh, oh yeah, they, yeah, they did. No, Amiga, they didn't get. Did they, they didn't. Okay. And they, I don't think they didn't get BC's Quest for Tires that I'm no, aware of. No, so, it was an eight bit ordeal. So I think we may have. We may have, and we did the. Uh, they did the taxi one. Uh, so uh, uh, yeah, I, I think we've. I think we've hit them all. And, and hey, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a genre to play, it's not the worst. That's and Most true. of those games have been pretty fun. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you count? Do you count that? I don't know if you may have mentioned this. Do you count the idiot caveman from the from. The the jerk caveman. Oh yeah, kid chaos. Kid chaos. Yeah. Who could forget? Gotta put that guy in there too. He was a caveman. <laughs> you can't win them all. <laughs> all right, it's time for some more favorite amigos moments, Aaron. More favorite. Yeah. All right. Uh, first one is the Adams Family World Record attempt. Yeah. I don't know if you checked out any. I've of those. seen that. Yeah. You you've you've played Adams Family multiple times this year. Did you? It would would you consider? Uh, I know you've mentioned this before, but you consider the Amiga version pretty good. It's great. Yeah. I mean, the, it's it's missing some music and it's missing the backgrounds, but it is as solid as a rock, and it's it plays just as well as the uh, yeah. the console versions. Uh, let's see. Um, ranking of Amiga platformers. Another favorite moment of someone. Um, did you finish? You didn't quite finish that one up, did you? Are you still? Is no, that, is no, it a work no. In progress? It's a work in progress. There are still so many more. You had to take a several month layoff when you play two or three of those in a row. So you got to take a break. It's. Uh, I plan on doing my next series of those on the Amiga 600 proper. Oh, Shazam! Okay, because yeah, a lot of those will run on the 600. Yeah. Um, now this this seems like it's. It, I think he put it in the wrong column because it says book a boat cooks a Christmas pudding for Aaron, but then rams it in Aaron's face and yells "Yippee ki yay!" <laughs> So, I don't that a, that's a prediction. I guess maybe that's a prediction. I hate that next prediction. Next Christmas He's going to yell more than that if that happens. <laughs> Here's some more predictions, Aaron. Amigathon will be even more epic next year. I don't, what can we possibly do? Do it on tightrope? Balloons? Bal- <laughs> Kickstarter for Rep- Repro Wico Command Control Joysticks. You love those sticks. I do. You know, uh, Speaking of joysticks and Kickstarters, I have officially my order for that crazy USB Amiga oh. thing has come. It's it's on its way. Oh, cool! They, he, they, so I paid for that, and they got so he's shipped them out. So hopefully the next couple of weeks. Man, that was I'll a quick turnaround time for a Kickstarter. Dude, thing. It, this was not a Kickstarter. This guy he had it done. He said, "Hey, does anybody want to buy these?" We said yes, and he shipped them. That's, That's awesome. the way you do it. That's awesome. Um, after 25 years of people saying no games ever took advantage of the AGA chipset. A Polish coder will make a game that blows everyone's minds. Tommy Tallarico will be so impressed that he'll buy the Amiga and create the new Amiga 12000, which does holographic projection with two terabytes of memory and a switch on the motherboard that says eight terabytes. Wow. <laughs> it will have 20 million colors. 
20K resolution and a ham 16 mode, which opens a portal for you to enter into whatever image you are looking at. There will be 700,000 layers of parallax scrolling and a super blitter, which will allow 8K bobs of 20 million colors each. Oh my god. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Book it. All right, Aaron. We enter now into the jet, the uh, shooter category. We enter now. Okay. All right, I'm ready. In third place, suggested by Pixels at Dawn, we have Jet Strike. Jet Strike, pretty good. Jet Strike was great. Yeah, that's my winner. So unique. So many different kinds of planes you can fly around. The yeah. 2D perspective was was unique. The story behind that one was a lot of fun too. Yeah, I like that one. In second place, Agony. Agony. Pretty good game, too. Nope. Overrated Trash. What are you talking about? It looks great. It yep, plays it good. it looks great. It's got that's cool music. Oh, oh, listen, Trash, that's too cruel. And I like Agony. the winner of the best shooter category goes to... Gosh, I don't know who's going to win that with those two out. Project X. Hmm. Well, what I don't recall you being a real fan of this one, Boatster. This one, well, this is like the it's it's an R-type clone. Yeah. Once you accept it as an R-type clone, as I did later after we got done recording, it was okay. This is really really hard. It is. It's a very hard game. Um, and this is another one of these games where you can you get your ship built up and then you die and then you're screwed. I remember when we played this. I was very conflicted about it because some things I really liked and some things I really didn't like. And so um, I would probably pick, uh, uh, I would, this would not be the one I would have chosen. In fact, it what, wasn't what, what, it, what is your favorite shooter? I think, I believe I picked Jet Strike as well, just because it was so unusual. Uh, really, I didn't, none of these were like blew my mind, uh, to be honest with you, because I, like, I liked uh, Agony as well. I know you didn't like it, but I, I, I thought it was a really interesting, different sort of shooter. They replaced the ship with an owl. Well, uh, yeah, that was cool too. And then they made that's all a lot the enemies not move. Let, that's a lot of it. Space yeah. backs, the owl, and the backgrounds. I mean, it looks awesome. It had awesome. really great box art. It well, was, I mean, it was no, your it typical had, psychosis. It looked great, it, but it, the enemies weren't the best. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is this is a decent game. The special edition was, you know, and they they did eventually address the shortcomings, but. Uh, you know, they're all. I like the, all, those top three are all pretty good. I, I think Agnia would probably put third uh, behind the other two. Yeah. But the, I thought they were. I thought they were all. They all had their merits. You know, and this one had some beautiful backgrounds and uh, and whatnot. You know, good. You know, good sound. Yeah. yeah. So the award goes to Project X. Aaron, here's a, a couple more best amigos moments. All right. It's one that says the sheer generosity of the community in sending John and Aaron hardware, software, and goodies and John and Aaron's genuine gratitude. This year, especially, well, we've had several people, but especially Roushy, MSX in the chat right now, uh, the boxes and boxes and boxes of computers and games. Uh, I think I, I counted the other day, we have 239 ZX Spectrum games in the collection. That's up from none. That's up from none a year <laughs> ago. Uh, yes, everyone. You know, it's, it's funny when you watch, I see these other shows and they have these big unboxings mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's always, to me, it's it's super nice people do that. I mean, it's unbelievably nice. And I never feel like that I have explained how truly uh, appreciative I am that people do that. Not in just, 
just our, you know, even we've had some stuff repaired, like Jason's repaired uh, mm-hmm. something for us, and we appreciate that. And, you know, all the guys that have sent us stuff over the years, yeah. all the way back to O'Brien's, all the way to Gary. You know, I mean, we've had tons of tons of stuff. Speaking of which, toss me that postcard over there. Yep. I'm glad you mentioned O'Brien's because he sent us his yearly postcard. He always sends us some festive art from way over there in Norway. Santa Claus, snowman with a beard. I love that. That's Elf nice. dude. Yeah. And he says, hi, amigos. Wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Love your show and looking forward to watch and listen to you in 2020. Amiga rules! Best wishes, Jonas O'Brien's Retro and Vintage. Um, you know, Jonas... He sort of uh, he was he was our first kind of guy that, that would send us stuff and you know picks <clears throat> dunk Graham tapes tapes uh, the slow Norris yeah I mean I th- yeah. and I think I don't want to mention names I know we're gonna leave, yeah, people, we're leave out. people out and we are horrible I would never try to figure, remember this stuff uh, but we if you've sent us anything or haven't sent us anything at all but we appreciate it and we don't take you for granted no not I mean, at all we uh, and we try to. We try to get around to everything that got sent. And that's one of the great things about Taze Valley Classic Computer Club. This is, I've got to say that, <clears throat> we're going to get to my predictions and my favorite moments in a little bit, but uh, but one of my favorite things about this past year has been the club that you invented, the, the Classic Computer Club. Uh, you, you had the idea, you brought it all together, it started out at the dojo, then it transferred over here to Amigo Studios. I love getting together once a month with all our buddies and just playing tons and tons of classic computer games. It's great. And working on stuff, working on hardware projects, it's always a good time. The one thing that that in, does for us is that we get to try out stuff that we not wouldn't normally get to play with. Yeah. And we have <clears throat> we have a good time. It's always fun to get together with your buddies. I wish we could expand the club. Uh, you know, boy, I wish we could have a virtual club where everyone in Discord and all of our buddies could get together. That'd mm-hmm. be a lot. Then you'd see some crazy action oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I feel like we... Uh, you know, when you had the idea to broadcast it, and I think people sort of dig some of it sometimes. We have we have some good times, but it does give you, especially stuff that we've been sent. We've actually, we try to play this stuff. I know Boat very serious, takes it very seriously that when he sends something sent to us, he wants to try to play it at some point. So right. If we haven't gotten to it yet, trust me, it's uh, it, it's in the works. The Spectrum stuff may take us a while, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're working <laughs> well, on it. Well, now that we've got the Div MMC future, uh, we can uh, we can fire up those games a lot more quickly than, uh, than we could before. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Uh, let's see. Here's some more uh, pre- or here's some more favorite Amigos moments. Uh, I thought the frog was an excellent stand-in for the Halloween episode this year. <laughs> Always wacky. And, of course, Boat's continual idiotic war against AGA. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, there's nothing idiotic about that war. It's serious business. I'm pretty sure that sets. was I wrote that. I'm <laughs> almost certain that's what I put in there. <laughs> and here's some more predictions. Amiga Mini, it will finally happen. Chris Folds put his name beside it. He oh yeah, to that, know. I like a man who owns up to it. Listen, the the um, it it would be easier now to make one of these than ever before. Mm-hmm. So will someone do it? Who knows. But the C64. Has taught people a lot of lessons because yeah. that thing's sold great. The new C64, the full size one, looks great and has gotten rave reviews. And the joystick's supposed to be solid gold. Right, right. So you could do that with an Amiga if you know, it would be no no trouble. You know, I did leave one important part out of our Classic Computer Club discussion. It would not be Classic Computer Club without Terry putting in again five or six solid hours in Burger Time. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got that right. She's the, she's the Burger Queen. <laughs> All right. Here's the next prediction. John will buy a vampire for his A1000. 
Would you consider doing something like that? If you never, could? ever, ever. What if someone said, "Listen, but I'm going to donate you," and uh, uh, and don't no one do this. But no. I'm saying, you, even if someone donated, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You would feel like you were uh, screwing over the, Listen, the classicness man. of the one thousand. Listen, man. If somebody bought a vampire, don't do that. Yeah. But if somebody did, I'd use it. Yeah, I'd use the heck out of it. But in the one thousand. If somebody said, it listen, it made more sense in the six, right? If somebody said, I just spent seven hundred bucks to get buy you this piece of equipment, yeah. do you think I'd say, screw you, buddy? You might. No. I, I was. I wanted to see how. Uh, I wanted to see how dedicated you were to keeping no. that thing pure. But as far as like my plans for the system is to keep it one hundred percent stock. I've been talking to Tenmark. We're sort of a club, me and him. I've got Amiga, one. Listen, man, you're not part of the club. Aww. I'm just kidding. You're part of the club. We're all part of the club. You, me, Tenmark, and I'm working with him to get a list of games that will run on a stock 1000 together. NTSC version. Yeah. NTSC versions. That's yeah, going to be the challenge. Yeah. Okay. And because you say, yeah, tons, but it's hard to sort games. And it's hard to find those games. And uh, we're going to see if we can put together a little pack of uh, discs that I can run. Because I want to run everything on the real disc. The 600's got the GoTech in it. It's got the ability to put on the, the WHD. The 1000 is going to be a stock machine for me. The one thing, I love mine. And as soon as I get a working keyboard, I'm in. I'm in. I've even got extra goodies on my hard drive stuff. That You're, I yeah, yeah. I haven't fooled with yet, so that'll be fun. All right. Uh, let's see. The Amiga.com wars will start again. Did you know they were Amiga.com wars? I have heard rumblings of this, but I don't, I w I don't really know exactly what that means, so I hope not. No wars. We don't want any wars. No. It's funny. I was just... Uh, I did an interview for uh, the Coco Cruise uh, podcast. Uh, At first, I thought you said the Coco Cruise. Like, yeah, it's like, I was on the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the Coco Cruise did an interview with me. Real nice uh, fellows. And I was talking about how I uh, how much I, I would I wish these little uh, inner computer wars would end. Mm -hmm. And one of the refreshing things about being on the Coco was that everyone got along. And the very next segment, the Coco crew <laughs> talked about the year in review. They're like, "Well, this was a year of turmoil. <laughs> the, the community was split." I was like, oh, "Son of a gun!" You so know, I, I, did, that I, ha happen. I haven't listened past your segment yet. I don't want to go too off the reservation here, but what was what was the thing? I can't imagine anything dividing well, I, the Cocoa. I don't community. know exactly. No, it was something to do with you know in the in the, in the Cocoa world. These uh, they have elections for presidents and stuff of these like uh, yeah, like groups. Cocoa Fest and stuff. And it, it's a big deal, mm. you know. And I guess I don't. I guess there's been some kind of I don't know enough about it. To, listen, it's one of those things. I'm not going to comment. I don't know. But I was just like son of a gun. I there's dropped, nothing. I went off about that, and it was the very next segment. It's like yeah, <laughs> oh, the community's playing. And I was like son of a gun. No. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, there's somebody predicting an, a, a Vampire 4 for the A1200. Well, the Vampire is has been announced for the A1200. It's oh, in beta okay. right now. Well, that prediction already and came so, true. Uh, I just read that the other day. Now, you know, again, uh, would I ever put one of those in my 12? You know, the me and you just play games. That's right. The one thing we got going for us is we're the epitome of low-level bums. Oh yeah. Like, hey, will it run Marble Madness? Well, mm -hmm. we're in. That's right. That's you right. Know, I'm, it's very similar to me with video. Mm -hmm. Like, I was talking to the Chud. He's trying to amass all these like super HD quality TV shows. I, listen, I watch stuff on videotape. Yeah. I don't care. Right. You know, right. and so it's the same sort of thing. So I don't know. I don't know if we need it, but hey, good for them. I really the one that appealed to me the most was the 600 one. Because six hundred, so it's a machine that sort of you could, I could see putting something to jack it up, you mm -hmm. know. Because it's it, having a small footprint machine you can carry around and have all this extra power. I agree. You know the rest of them, eh? You know whatever. I don't know. All 
All right, Aaron. The next category is best racing and or sim. Okay. Okay. We didn't cover that many racing games this year, did we? Well, you're, you might be surprised. Uh, in third place was Nitro. And Ooh. This was brought to us by Graham. That's a pretty good game. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't remember anything about Nitro. Just a game. You can't remember anything either. Awesome. Crazy Cars 3 is number two. Uh, Crazy Cars 3 was a behind-the-back uh, racing another game. Another good game. This was a, another one of these like um, post-apocalyptic wasteland like, yeah, race Yeah, but it was basically... Thing. I will say, Supercars 4, the uh, PC version, where I talked to the guy that was making it, it was like the fan tribute Really good. Yeah, but that's yeah. not that's that's supercars, not crazy cars. Oh, what did you say? Um, my bad. Yeah, okay. crazy cars. Yeah, oh, I'm not yeah. completely I convinced you know one. what crazy cars. No, is. No, I remember. When you said post-apocalyptic, I was like, what's he talking about? Yeah, I got you. And the winner of the racing dash sim category is. I'm interested to see what. Did you have one <laughs> it's no surprise that, uh, that that Frontier Elite 2 won this category. Uh, such an amazing game. Um, we, we've got lots more to talk about Frontier Elite 2 a little bit later on in the show. So we'll just kind of leave this here and, and say congratulations for winning the listener's choice of Frontier Elite 2. I, I will say this. We, you know, we did a show, ARG, a couple weeks ago on BBS games. And we played, us, uh, we played a game that was eerily similar to this called... Uh, Trade Wars, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the text version of this, and it was fun too. I mean, it's something about traveling around, making deals, right? Getting cash, blowing crap up. It's fantastic. I'm down. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Here are some more predictions, Aaron. All right. Okay. Um, or no, these are more favorite amigos moments. Okay. I apologize. Boots trip to Amiga Ireland. Hey, yes, I agree. <laughs> I like that too. That was I was I. I liked your video when you went into the country. It was very pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very the grass looked a different shade of green that I was used to, and then the actual conspicuous meeting, absence of meth houses in Ireland. Well, it's not. Like I mean, it. it just looked. It looked sort of like my mind had pictured it. To, you know, you see yeah, stuff on it's TV. Always, it's always nice when you when when things line up like that. And then when you actually got to the venue, because mm-hmm. again, I had no idea what you were going oh, yeah. into, yeah, and so either. I thought it could be like a. A, a, a small room with like 12 people in it. And mm. then you're there like, I'm Boat. And I'm like, nice to meet you. You know, so it turned out it was very exciting. Yes, you know, yes, I, absolutely. I really liked it. Listen to this. Somebody likes every time Boat talks AGA. Someone sees. Someone understands. Oh, man. No, no one likes that. That that was sarcasm. <laughs> uh, someone pr- said all the wackies are their favorite part. You've sort of trademarked <laughs> that word. It's, it's just like B.A. Baracus. You know what he always said? A pitiful. Right. You're <clears throat> wacky. It's funny. I was, me and the kid were watching the show earlier, and I said wacky, and he goes, stop, he always tells me, stop saying wacky. So I played the wacky song, <laughs> which I always have queued up and on standby. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> Thanks, Brutal, for making that. <laughs> I love that. I play it all the time. And finally, every time I hear you sing, Kjolbjorn Barman. Yeah, because that's the end of the song. Yeah. Thank God for that. Every time I hear that, I'm, I'm you know, elated. I didn't think about it that way, but maybe that's, that's what he meant. That's exactly what he meant, because that meant the pain was over for another week. All right, and here is the next prediction here. 
Uh, this is my prediction is that the Tabor A1222 early adopter boards will be announced for pre-order in February. This will cause quite a fuzz and will reignite interest in the system as well as in Amiga OS 4.1. Pre-order boards will arrive in May or June. I predict that I will regret not pre-ordering the Tabor when a lot of others get their boards during spring, summer. What do you think about all this stuff, Aaron? I don't know Jack Squad about so any this of that. is this is that new Amiga that Trevor Dickinson. I, remember, um, I mean, I've heard of right. it, but I, I don't I don't know if to work and intelligently make a comment. Right, right. Um, second prediction is that the Vampire V twelve hundred will be out in March twenty twenty. Uh, March is prob just again they're just going into beta with it. So March, listen, can you get one then? Maybe because I know those guys sell the, they'll sell the betas, I believe too. At some mm -hmm. so. Maybe you'll get one uh, by the end. And finally, Boat lands a record deal. <laughs> oh, God. And Aaron stumbles across a warehouse full of free arcade machines. Oh. You know, I, I have come across several deals, and I don't even, I just walk away. Because mm -hmm. where would I put one? You know, yeah. I've got a good setup now. I'm going to get the ones I've work, got now working. As for your record deal, man. It's in the works. Unless... I can only assume this would be taken to prison camps you, you know, or something you know, where they're trying surprised. to make people suffer. I'm sort of surprised that Ravi hasn't invited me on stage at one of his raves. I think that my style would go yeah, perfectly with I his. agree, and that way the crowd could take you out and rip you apart like <laughs> rabid dogs. I agree. The second you picked up the microphone, you're instantly killed. So, Ravi, please get in contact with me. All right, and we have the biggest disappointment, Aaron. This is the next category. Okay. <laughs> disappointment. Oh, man. So in third place, the biggest disappointed, disappointment was Heimdall, which was a game suggested by Chris Foltz. Wow, I, I actually, I like that game. Really? Yeah, okay. I, thought, I mean, it, it wasn't fully there, but it was. I thought it was a pretty cool game. Um, I, I, you know, I would not have ranked it among the greatest disappointments of the year. I mean, sure. it, it was a there lot. There were tons of games that, like, I would rank Agony as a bigger disappointment for me because I'd heard nothing but praise for Agony since we started doing the show. Well, you know, with Heimdall, it, it's, we play a lot of these games where the interface was still being developed. It wasn't quite there yet, right. you know. And Heimdall's a perfect example it's, of that. It's another example of a game like Dungeon Master. And, and Heimdall, everyone says that the second one was solid gold money, right. which I haven't right. played the second one, but they said... They fixed a lot of stuff that they didn't get right. Now, this one, I'm right there with everybody else. Second place was Nightbreed, the interactive movie. Second place, Nightbreed should have been number one with a bullet. Yeah. A horrible, horrible game. Man, I hated that game. Mm -hmm. and just hearing it makes me mad. Yeah. And, the, you know, I tried to find who suggested these from the Amigos Game Selection Committee. No one claimed Nightbreed, the interactive movie. <laughs> No one, no one stepped forward to say that they they were the one that chose that. I chose that as my biggest disappointment. I can tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, horrible. And finally, Aaron, the winner of the biggest disappointment in the Amigos 2019 Best of Awards is I don't know why we're not getting any audio. On what, this. You, what you should sing? Da, 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 4D, 4D sports, sports boxing. boxing. Wow, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I disagree with that wholeheartedly also. In fact, I sort of liked 4D boxing. I didn't think it was nearly as bad as most of the people watching the show thought it was. I thought it was really cool. Um, I thought it was neat how you could move the camera around. I thought the stick figures gave you an option. If you didn't have a top class of me, you could still enjoy the game. It's something approaching full speed. Um, boxing's the sweet science. I love every boxing game. Pugilism is great. Yeah. I, I, I like this game. I think what disappoints people is when you've played this on the PC, for example, and it mm -hmm. runs great. 
Then you play it on here, and it runs like molasses. Yeah, but you can't knock. That's like saying Wing Commander is like a disappointment. I mean, it right. is, but I mean, it's it's a game that's trying to be. It's trying to. It's underachieving on a system that wasn't purposely built from the exactly. ground up for. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I like. I liked forty. Listen, someone out there is going to tell me this is a worse game than say Nightbreed or Severed Heads no or something way. like that. I mean, no come way. on. This game, plus it had digitized uh, Michael Buffer in it, or no, it was a Buffer was in this one. I can't remember, but it was. I like a lot of this game. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it, it's not the best, but it could have been better. They just didn't have the hardware to get it off, or not the knowledge of the system. Right. But hey, these people also voted for Three Stooges as a big game, disappointing game, and clearly, that's not true either. <laughs> so that's the that, that I always contest that category. At least Nightbreed was in the top two, though. That's true. All right, Aaron. What, Rushi? It's time for another little bit of Favorite Amigos moments. Okay, this person says the Patreon song at the end. Every one of them. No, Thank no, you. Don't, don't encourage him. But in particular, Stevie Wonder. You are the sunshine of my life. Oh, God. It sounds like somebody ethered Stevie up before that performance. <laughs> Someone put watching John manhandle his new A1000. I didn't manhandle it. Roy, really, the most painful moment of the year was watching you manhandle the cocoa. Hey, that, that I didn't manhandle. <laughs> you, man, I, <laughs> you were beating that I, thing down. I, I it take, deserved a beat, and I want to beat it too. <laughs> All right, and some more predictions, a couple more. There will finally be a replacement main board schematics available for all Amiga models. What do you think about that? Yeah. I think that's probably likely to be true. It's doable. People are working on that sort of thing all the time. They've already got the 500, I think the 1,000 also. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, Boats A1000 becomes the most valuable Amiga on the planet. Already already done. Wow. Why his? Because I own it. What, you have that kind of pull? Listen, man. So you, let me get this straight. You've got the most valuable Amiga. You're going to badmouth Mr. Pleasant's. You can do all this stuff. I've when did never, you become? When did you become a pope of Amiga? When did that happen? I've never badmouthed Mr. Pleasant. You Let's said you were going to gonna ask him why. What the heck he was thinking with the AGA? Like this was crap. I'm just going to ask him what did he know and why didn't he do something to prevent it? He will pummel you if you badmouth. Say anything bad about the AGA. I'll be laughing. Um, Amiga makes a comeback and topples Apple and Windows. Oh man, it's that'd on the be comeback great. trail. Sounds good to me. And one of the many house Amigas in use will catch fire. That. Have you any of your stuff caught fire yet? Not since the last time I set an Amiga on fire last week. Oh. oh, dude! But you said you got that. You didn't you say you replaced that cable or something? No, you said you were going to bring me a replacement cable. I don't have one. That's all right. That's I just use the GoTech. It's there fine. you go. Um, biggest surprise. Okay, actually, Edvin. Yeah, Edvin is actually sending us one. Uh, he he told me he's sending us screws for the six hundred. Um, we're importing screws yes. now. Is that what we're doing? Uh, he's sending IDE cable and s- some other things too. So you better, Edwin, before you send it, make sure you take a big red magic marker and make arrows to show what polarity means to boat. Because <laughs> clearly, boat needs a lesson in what polarity is. All right, Aaron, it's time for the next category: the biggest surprise. Okay, I know, I know exactly which one I voted for on this one. All right, well, third place was dogfight. Okay. It was a big surprise. Okay, that yeah. was a big yeah, one. It was Chris Foles. That was his pick. Um, UFO, second place. I don't see how anybody can see that as a surprise. I was surprised how poorly it ran next to the PC version. Right, but I mean, it's uh, it's it, everybody knows what that game yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. 
Number one, I do sort of agree with this. We're gonna have to see here. This was the biggest surprise of 2019. I'll be interested to see which one. I, I, I've got one. Dog fight. Dog fight. Okay, maybe I did that wrong. Well, what was number one on your list? PP Hammer. PP. <laughs> nice work. So which one actually won? I have no idea. Let's go with Dogfight. All right. Um, now, uh, we both love this game. Yeah. But that's not what I, one for me. Not even close. No. What 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 was your biggest uh, surprise? Do you remember? No, it was Dogfight. Do you remember what your biggest surprise dogfight. was? That was yours? Mine was that covert action game. The, uh, uh, was it Tom Clancy Game we play where you play the secret agent. Oh no! It was, wasn't that just called? Uh, was it called Cooper Action? I think it was. That co- was a heck of a game. That game came out of nowhere. Yeah, and yeah. Um, trust me, the week we were going to play that, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be crap." Yeah, that was. And a man, heck of a I game. got into that game, man. I really liked Cooper Action. Do you remember who? Uh, do you, you don't remember who suggested that one? I guess I don't have it written. So down that would. I mean, listen, I love Dogfight, and it was a huge surprise, and it was a lot of fun. But I mean, it's a very simple game. Covert Action. Is it was a real uh, uh, well thought out game with a lot of interesting uh, bits and mm-hmm. stealth and stuff. I, I liked it. You uh, know, if I would have thought about it some more, I would have gone with that too. Yeah, um, that was the one that yeah, really that, that was, was my surprise. biggest surprise, especially because it was a Sid Meier game. And yeah, you'd think that there'd be a whole lot more talk about it because of his name. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, if you'll recall, we did, I did the research, and he, he's like, this wasn't that good. So he's not a big fan of his. I own disagree. Game. I yeah, disagree. I agree with him too, but I liked it. Okay. More, uh, more uh, predictions okay. for next year. All okay, right. four new monthly shows. Oh God, who predicted that? It, it, not featuring me. Oh yeah, they're all featuring. No, me. no. The comrades. Okay, like that, that. we're gonna do. So we're gonna like Russian clone systems. It's Think like, about it's, it. That writes itself. Yeah. Amstrad America. Okay. <laughs> Pieces of Atari Eight. <laughs> That's great. It wow. is great. This guy's a genius. And fitness. No. I, I don't that's know. Out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound like our, our bag fitness. at all. Fitness. <laughs> oh, fit, maybe it's fitness devil bunny. That still doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That sounds hard to me. <laughs> John's intense love of the A1000 causes him to single handedly sponsor the rejuvenation work that Amiga Love is doing. Yes. Now that I would put in my system, which because Amiga Love is spearheading that and I'll I keep track of that whenever I can. The Vampire 5 is announced. A full package A1200 style computer. Okay. Um the Amiga 1000 keyboard adapter is released. Yes, I would like to have that. That'd be great. Uh law the all the lawsuits are settled. And finally, a sub 100 pounds Amiga 500 accelerator will be released. I Mm. Depending on how fast it would make it, that's something that could happen. Yeah. You know, or if you could integrate a pie in there or something, you might have something. Well, again, it's all, you know, it goes down that road to like, at what point does it not become a 500 anymore? Anytime you're attaching a pie to anything, you just might as well just use the pie. Would you put an ex- uh, an accelerator made for the 1000 in your 1000? Did you have any trouble with that? Or maybe something that would give you I would two not, megs uh, of chip memory? Would you put something like that in there? Okay. It really depends on as I'm going through these games, and if there's a big stack of games that I don't have to do anything to my 1,000 to do, yeah. no. But if I can't run anything, then yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. It's time, Aaron, for 
for the final listener category, Game of the Year okay. 2019. Okay. In second place, in third place, Beneath the Steel Sky. All right. In second place, Frontier, Elite Dangerous wow. or Elite 2. Okay. Second place. In huh? second place. All right. In first place, we have... UFO, Enemy Unknown. All right, Aaron. Uh, I'm not surprised that this one, this this is a game that lots of people like. This was not my game of the year. Uh, this was, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like this game that much. I'll, I'm I'll not a big strategy game guy. Yeah, the, this game, I. it's funny. I never got into this when it was out and all my friends loved it. You know, and I, I I find the movement incredibly tedious, and that's not just for this game; it's for every strategy game where you're moving piece by piece, just sort of going around. Yeah, and I always feel like I'm doing it wrong, and I'm screwed in the end. I like more real time strategy. Give me give me a Dune two any day. So, uh, do you have a game of the year? You didn't vote for this one. Clearly. We're all gonna we're gonna both do our game of the oh, year. Oh, I see. Okay, well, yeah, I didn't vote for this one either. Uh, but I know it's got a. It's a very clever game, all right, and it's a very um, well thought out game. The interface is is pretty good mm-hmm. uh, with it. It's it, definitely a landmark release, for right? Sure. Uh, I mean, it's it, it it's one of those games you take some time to get into. So mm-hmm. I probably, and we both know we haven't given this the amount of time that you would really need to really become a huge fan. Well, you fan you, of you it. sort of have to be a fan from the get go. Right. Also, this isn't going to be a game where if you put two weeks in, you're suddenly going to love it. Right. Know? But I mean, I think it's a. Uh, this is a clearly it's a worthy of, of absolutely. Of, of it is a worthy contender, and I can definitely see why it was uh, it was chosen. All right. Our final predictions of the year. Okay. A 2020 Easter egg and workbench unlocks at the stroke of a new year, showing a poem written by R.J. Michael. It is so beautiful that it brings instant peace to the world. It could happen. When's that supposed to happen? 2020. All right, we'll see. Amiga Forever for the Nintendo Switch with games as in-app purchases. What do you think? That would be an excellent platform to do that sort of thing. You could use the touchscreen like a mouse. It, does have, it has a touchscreen, oh, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. Again, any of these packages would require... I mean, Amiga Forever has some games, but I mean, I don't think you're going to get... Well, I think Amiga Forever would have to actually seek permission to put in the games, because they don't exactly do that now. Well, I think they do have permission. I think the ones they have out there... They they have permission to put in their cracked, uh, virus-filled games. They're not virus-filled. Listen, man. Don't don't, go walking with one of those games down a dark alley. Don't besmirch the the good people who are planted. What I'm saying is, I would like to see a package like that. I think that would oh, be cool. Oh, who wouldn't? Who and wouldn't? I would like to see. Listen, if there's money on the line, then you got. If you've got people that are going to take in-app purchase, then you got something. Maybe you can make some deals. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see that. That'd be awesome. Then this. Everyone tells me that the switch is great. My kids got one and everybody fool with it, but the screen's nice. The mm-hmm. controls look good. You know, yeah. I, I, I can be down with that. Okay. Well, how about this one? A mechanical keyboard replacement Kickstarter for the A500 and 600. It will be successfully funded in the second attempt. So I guess the first time they tried it, it didn't. It didn't go over. Listen, how about a little mechanical action for the, for the one thousand? That would be sweet. I would love to have because I mean, my one thousand, even though it's clean, 
some of the switches are not working exactly perfect. I mean, I don't, so. I, mine is so bad. Mine, it, it looks so bad. So yeah. I don't know if we're going to be able to clean mine like you did yours. You did a great job on that one. But I would love to have a replacement keyboard. The Amiga 1000 is certainly the one that no one fools with on the those people. The, it's 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 a holy object that yeah. the 1000. You know, I understand, but I'm saying the keyboards they're not coming back. That's you know true. What I'm saying. That's very very true. You know, so that'd be nice. But hey, any mechanical keyboard, I'm down. I like I love mine for PC. So, all right. Um, let's see here. Also, new keycaps. Jeez, I hope there's no new keycaps. Keep them so. coming. Keycaps are plenty. Uh, will only be sold by too few Amiga web shops, so A1200.net will have to make another round of crowdfunding. So, yeah. Um, maybe more keycap projects. Well, they do a good job. And finally, the Amigos will have more wall art. Well, that's correct. <laughs> Look behind us. As part of our awesome Secret Santa, uh, um, uh, thing that we do every year on the Discord was gifted by Chakote some amazing Atari yeah. posters. Oh, the Not Atari to mention, if you look over to above the uh, G3 over there, because this is an Amiga show, you have a checkmark, uh, checkmate poster that uh, picks sent over right right beside Aaron there. That's so as close you're going to get to a checkmate. It pal. is. It's going to be the closest <laughs> one. Okay. My favorite moments of 2019. Your favorite moments. Okay. Save for the end, because these are going to be the best. Let's um, hear them. Amigathon 2019. All right. We raised three thousand three hundred twenty-five dollars. That was a, that was surprising. It was. It was. I was. I was shocked, amazed, and astounded that we did that well. I believe um, Amiga Bill put in a huge chunk in there. There were lots of people putting yeah. in huge chunks and, left uh, and right. Uh, we had a lot of donations. We sold all that time. Now. You, uh, uh, you said this year you're going to kind of uh, shake, rattle, and roll the things format. Are gonna be, yeah, thing, we're going to do a little different. Uh, more info forthcoming as we get closer to summer. But that uh, was fun though, and we, no one got real like pissed off or grumpy. Yep. You know everything. Was, nothing blew up. I don't remember. We didn't lose. Uh, we didn't uh, lose kind of massive footage. amounts of the stream. You know, yeah. so uh, that was fun. It's always fun when things don't completely fall apart. And mm -hmm. I will say that. Uh, going to YouTube jail. One of my all-time favorite fun. moments of 2019. Sorry, I know, I know, sorry, I know that you, you still feel bad about that, but you should not, because we've discovered a, a different future, a better future on Twitch. Well, um, I felt really bad about that, because, I mean, I didn't want to... I felt bad for everybody. Uh, I swear, I, I don't know what I did wrong. I Honestly, I wish I hadn't deleted the video. That's the one thing I really screwed up. Uh, but I didn't know. Uh, I learned a lot, but I will say, I never, ever used Twitch before this year, and so I am learning how to use it. And it, it has some robust features that weren't available on YouTube, but we still put our stuff up on YouTube, too. But yeah, that was that was not one of my favorite parts. I didn't like that too much. Uh, and my prediction for this year is that 2020 will have the largest number of indie Amiga releases yet. You can kind of feel it going that way, can't you? Yeah. You, know, you can yeah. feel... With all the stuff that Indie Retro News puts up, all those previews and stuff, all the stuff that's in the works... It's going to be a waterfall full of Amiga new releases, for sure. I think the Amiga is poised. I, I think you're right. I th and and, and uh, quality stuff, too. Uh, Rygar is a good example of, of what someone can do when they really go in there and go to work. I think, there's, I think there's plenty of room. And one thing that the Amiga has, and I'm not sure every system has this, but they've got people willing to spend money, lots of money. And I think people have all this nice shiny new hardware and they need something to play on it and you can only play stunt car race or so many times before you're like man let's see what else we got you know so we need i i, I think you might be on something there but I, I hope yeah yeah all right aaron so uh do you uh in my game of the year this year 
This was my game of the year because it was the only game that, really, it's the only game I believe that I've actually gone back to after the show and played more of. Um, this game, it shocked me for multiple reasons. Um, whenever we play a game like this, it's usually quite apparent from the get-go why people are no longer playing the older game and are playing newer games. Interfaces have improved, graphics have gotten better, uh, the sound has gotten better. Um, but with Frontier, I mean, does this game look as good as Elite Dangerous? Well, no. But this game has a look that I actually prefer in a lot of ways to Elite Dangerous. You know, Elite Dangerous looks ultra-realistic. This game is all flat-shaded polygons, but man, if it's not colorful, if it's not bright, um, the way that this game controls, it's all mouse control-based. Um, it, the, the controls on Elite Dangerous are so complicated. I mean, you've got your HOTAS out, you've got the keyboard, you've got an auxiliary keyboard. You're barely trying to keep it all in line. This game, it's all with the mouse. Um, this game has so much personality. You know, the, the, the aliens that are at each station all look different. Um, the way that the game is just as big, you know, on, in the Amiga version as it is on, in, in Elite Dangerous. Um, I was shocked at how much I loved this game. It was so, so good. And, you know, not only is this my top game of 2019, this might be the, my favorite game that, that we've ever covered on this show. You know, it's in terms of replayability, in terms of, of the, the entire package. I can't deny anything you said. It's a, it's a tremendous, a tremendous title. Uh, and it was no... Uh, they, they, they're geniuses that they put this together. The amount of space it takes up is amazing. What you can do is amazing. Well, um, before we go on to your game of the year, Aaron, do you have any predictions for uh, 2020? Well, I, you actually stole my thunder on one. I, I also see the uh, independent scene growing uh, uh, substantially. Uh, I think, I think that, like I said, the time is right for that. I see, I, and we you know someone mentioned that under $100 uh, accelerators, I think we're going to see several uh, items come out in that area that are going to be available. I think I see the, uh, I see accelerators, memory expansions, uh, expansions, I see all that stuff coming down in price. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be way more affordable uh, to, uh, to get, to uh, get those things. I hope that's the Something case. else I see happening is I think, uh, you're going to see a, a spike in in hardware prices on the Amiga, a, a much quicker, hastier spike. Uh, and I think old computer stuff are going to go are going to go nuts. And so, if you don't have what you want, I would say get it soon, uh, because uh, the amount of times you're going to find these things at the yard sale or at the at some junk shop are coming to an end. Absolutely. Those probably are long gone. And if you monitor prices on eBay and stuff, uh, I see. I see a time where these things are going to get ridiculous mm -hmm. uh, because, especially, I look at this as a lot of the way. Say, well, I look at the Color Computer Three. It's that those are you've got you've got a lot of you're going to be able to get an Amiga Five Hundred if you want one. You know, if you want to pay a few bucks, if you want a twelve hundred or four thousand, you're going to be paying top top dollar, just like the Coco Three. You're going to be paying top dollar for them. So I think this is going to be a year where hard 
hardware prices go way up. So in, weir in a weird way, hardware prices go way up, uh, peripheral prices come down. That's well, my, my as opinion. an owner of hardware, I'm glad that that's the case because I've already got the uh, the balloon payment. We were, it's very. It reminds and, me uh, of when I got in the arcade game stuff. If you didn't get pinball machines when you did, you can't get them anymore because they cost too much money. So I think that's going to be a. Uh, I think that's going to be a thing. Um, in terms of the overall scene on the Amiga, I've got a good feeling this year that I didn't have last year. Um, I think I think maybe we that the companies might be able to get together. There's, I think there's enough money out there now to where you can everyone can get a little piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. So I can see that happening. Uh, I want to say that the you know the standalone Amiga did uh, ship. I believe we predicted that last year, which I'm, it's not like we're geniuses. Uh, but I think that's a, a good sign. I know a lot of people weren't for it, but I think that is going to be your answer uh, to some people who who can't afford an, uh, an old score Amiga or just want something new. You know, uh, the the Mister Core has gotten a lot of work. I mean, it's a substantial core now for the for the Amiga Mister Core. I think that's also a viable. I, 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 people, I think we need to start lightening up on some of the people that are trying to emulate these things in other ways. I think, I mean, because. Uh, uh, it's going to be tough to get this stuff. Yeah, you know. I agree. So I think that's something. It's going to be something more viable uh, in the future. But it, uh, I think it's neat. Uh, I mean, really, I think trends continue. Lots of people make it hardware. We saw that at the Germany event. There's a lot of interest. I think interest. I think big uh, conventions like the one in Germany. We're going to see more of those. I predict Ireland's probably going to be as big, probably the biggest it's ever going to be mm -hmm. uh, over there this year. Uh, so I think it's going to be a pretty exciting year. Uh, I'm hoping that the software comes in and since the hardware's been there for a while and comes in and we get a lot of really good releases this year from game-wise, yeah. which is all I care about. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, Aaron, we're closing out the show with your game of the year. Aaron's game of the year 2019. This is a shocking one. Folks, it's Lionheart, okay? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm game of the year for all the years. <laughs> It's Frontier, Frontier Elite, Elite 2. You know, I, as I mentioned, I've been playing the BBS uh, uh, Trade Wars mm -hmm. and uh, uh, still hop on there and play turns now and again. And it's it made perfect sense to me when I was playing, going back and playing this stuff because I'm doing it in reverse now. I went back to play Trade Wars and after playing Frontier, and they're the same game in a lot of ways. Uh, and you can do the same stuff in both. If Frontier had a active universe... You know, like a multiplayer universe. That's mm -hmm. the only thing it's really lacking, and it simulates it quite nicely. Right. You know, right. and I'm assuming the new Frontiers does that. Uh, the the Frontiers dangerous. I've not played. Hey, this game is a, a total package. In fact, I enjoy this game more now than I did when I had my first go around with the Amiga. Uh, I have a better understanding of what's going on, and this is the kind of game where you could just sort of have it playing while you're doing other stuff. You ever do that? <laughs> you know, I, the thing that I like about this game is that this is, and this is sort of, um, if you look at Reddit, Elite is sort of the ultimate downtime game because you spend so much time flying between stations. You see people that are in virtual reality that have a virtual tablet where they're watching a movie while they're flying around in virtual reality playing Elite Dangerous. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I have a hard, you know, to me, when I ever get to that point, I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I playing the game? You well, I, I, you know, I've always got 20 things going on at once. And this is a game, uh, another thing I like about it is I can have it going 
and I can go and take care of the kid or go fix the sandwich or whatever. Right. You know, so it's one of those games. I like that. And that's that's something that I enjoy. I like a lot of the simulated social aspects of this, the bullet boards and mm-hmm. like that. It's I like the randomness of it, the fact that you can do whatever you want. You can feel successful even if you're not really doing that, that great. You don't have to amass a big army. In some ways, that it's a lot different than Trade Wars in that aspect, where you don't even have to feel like you're amass- building up anything. You just go roaming around. I, I, it's neat that we both picked the same game. I don't have, and we that's not something you usually do. I don't no, think. No. Do you have a runner-up in terms of the games you played this year? Which one you would come in second? You know what would I go back to again? Well, it's tough. I mean, there were there were tons of games that were probably in that runner-up spot. Um, uh, there were a lot of games that I would like to spend more time with, but I don't. There's nothing that really comes to mind. I can just reel off some of the ones that I enjoyed a lot. A, a Son of Chuck was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Co- Covert Action was one. I, I really yeah, probably enjoyed. Covert Action. That's that's probably. My I don't know how list. much replay value Covert Action would have if you ran through all the missions, but I did. Well, it would take you forever to run through yeah, all the missions. But it, it, that game it was so different. And I'm a big Bond guy too. So I thought that one was I thought that was a lot of fun. So we agree again. It's crazy. You know, and I, I think if given time, okay, I could get into UFO. I think there are things about it that I don't like, and part of that's just because I don't fully understand what I'm doing, and some of it's just you know little foibles. Mm-hmm. But I do like the I like the the concept of UFO. I like the I like how the I, it's neat how it works. I think I could get into it, so it would be up in there. Something I'd go back to try some more. Alien Fish Finger, I love. Dogfight, I love. PP Hammer was pretty interesting, you know, as far as those go. I thought that was a pretty neat game. Uh, so there, we had we had a lot of good games this year. Uh, I'm surprised. You know what game you haven't mentioned? Oh, Dolls, another one I thought was good. Of course, Dungeon Master was is, is I played that one a few times. I, I find it so funny that you've yet to mention this game because of the way that you sing its praises most of the time. Yeah, Panza Kickboxing. Panza. Not once have you mentioned that this year. Well, here's my problem with Panza, which I love. You Panza. finally came around to the fact that it's not that good. No, I didn't. It's it's, it's great. I had actually. I. It's funny you should mention because I toyed around with making that my game of the year. And I didn't do it. And the reason I didn't... You also didn't make it your runner-up game of the I year. I didn't. And the reason I didn't do it is Panza is great at what it... It's a lot like dog... Panza and Dogfight are very similar to me. They're great at what they do. But if you compare what they do to a game like Elite or 2 or or uh, UFO or Heimdall or Dungeon Master, it's like there's so much more to them. You know, Panza is a, a. It does one trick great. Well, it's not. It's not you that know. it's a mile wide and an inch deep. It's an inch deep and an inch wide. No, I mean, listen. I don't know what you had against Panza. Well, I mean, yeah, what I had as, against as a fighting it. as a as something to to make your own fighters and to simulate a fight. It's a top tippity top of the heat. Here's the thing: the fighting part is good. It's everything surrounding it. It's like the static backgrounds. It's the lack of background music. It is the who, who, who? You got to get over my ear back, over You got to get over the background. I got to get. Thing. It's not like every that, game's going to have that. Here's the thing. That's what made Street Fighter Two great. Well, it had. You're it comparing had, pans at a Street Fighter. Yes. Have you ever tried to make your own moves in Street Fighter or customize your own fighter? Why would I need? To? Which would you rather have? Background music or customizable fighter? Background Cus- music. Customizable fighter. Listen, turn on your radio, pal. That's Music. Not, that's not what I play the games for. I play games for the visceral experience, oh man. Oh, my God. I want to feast for the eyes and the so ears. So you're telling me you'd rather play Street Fighter Two on the Amiga over uh, Panzer Kickboxing? Now, let's not get crazy. Okay. Enough said. 
Street Fighter 2 on the Amiga you, also you, didn't have your, your illogical hatred of pants, I don't understand. It's By the not, way, I bought that game this year, too. It added, I added that to the pile. Pants, you got to have Panza. Awesome. All right, Aaron. It's time. It's time? We've come to the end of the show. Oh. <coughs> oh, man. You're not clearing the pipes, are you? Um, last week, we had a bunch of winners for the Patreon Song Challenge. Um, in fact, there were no winners. We had some late entries. There were survivors. Uh, I need to pull these up here because uh, I uh, I want to make sure and get all of them in here. I don't want to leave. How many winners out. do we have? Quite a few. I can't. It honestly, I can't believe people can actually get through those singings. Listen, man, I don't. I, I want to run screaming from this room every time you start tuning up the band. I don't read you these messages because I'm a humble man. But every every week, I get two or three messages that are just like. I was having such a hard day until you opened up my sonic brain with your with your words of softness. That is that's got to be crap. I can't. I'm not buying it. Words of softness. Words of that softness. is not what I would identify your voice as. Terry Howard was a winner last week. Pixels at Dawn. Paul Kitching. Ricky DeRocher. Zorglub, and Pack Billy. What's that first word before Terry's name? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh, that's... It's, a, it's an acronym. I thought that was a guy's name, Heimlich. <laughs> that's what I thought it was, Heimlich. Who knew that that was what that meant? <laughs> Heimlich was in, too, at the last moment. Um, and Packbelly provides the following information. Have yourself a merry little Christmas was from the MGM musical Meet Me in St. Louis and written by Hugh Martin, not far from where I'm sitting right now. He was vacationing in a cottage here in town that his dad had built when he wrote that one. Uh, there were a couple people that pointed out that Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas was from Meet Me in St. Louis. Do you know the difference between the song featured in the film and the way the song is sung now? No. So, uh, One of them was a rap? Yes. It was actually Judy Garland raps her way through it. Awesome. Underneath Rick James' Super Freak. I knew it. She ripped them off, too. Everyone's um, ripping poor old Rick James off. But the, the, what I think is the greatest line, um, she says, like, next year we'll just have to muddle through somehow. You know, it's kind of a it's sort of like bittersweet thing. They took that out, and they put the shining star upon the highest bow. That's what we want. The, no one wants to, to muddle through. That's horrible. That's, that's, that's how I get through life. Muddling? Just, just muddle through. You so, got to muddle through this tune? Uh, and also, I can't forget Buttons. Buttons also was the uh, was was also a winner. Our newest uh, Patreon supporter for the Coco sh- or for our, one of the shows that we do. I don't know. What it's uh, been a wheel. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we want to thank our supporters in the special way that we do. If you know the answer to this week's Patreon song challenge, please send me an email at john at amigospodcast dot com. <sighs> You know, I wanted to do something special because it's the end of the year, and you know we're a little bit dressed up. So I thought I thought we'd do something a little classier, something mm-hmm. a little bit more upmarket. Okay, this is one I did back at the Apollo. <laughs> That's a strip club down in Huntington. <laughs> no, this is the part I hate the most—the <laughs> anticipation of the that first note. Sork Club Iron Wolf, Bjorgvin Goodnetson, Terry Howard, Reflection Simon Letch, Cap'n Crispy Killabites, and Caffeine Mike W. Do 
David Pickford, Cameron Armstrong, Andy Jones, Lobster Minator, Craig McClellan, Ten Minute Amiga Retro, Casper Nardquin, Retro Man Cave, Tim Drew, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Rob O'Hara, Howard Nibs, Matthew Larimore, Andy Craig, Sean Zoderen, Lomax Colin, 419, Barkbit, Roland Burke, Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, John Cook, Leaf Kell on Alan Cup, Chick John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRosha, Creepy Dead Boy, Figgy CTZ, The Slow Norris, Stefan Sorgord, Mortensen, Edvin Helland, Lindo 75, Christopher Hassel, Ravi Abbott, Chris Folds, Dreamcatcher, Lauren Giroux, Graham Webb, Keelane Denson, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Gary Hucker, C. Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles, Tapes from the Crypt, Josh Nan Adam, Bradley Jonas Rulo, THT, Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy Humberstadt, Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warns, Pixels at Dawn, and Kilgjorn Haunting. That's what they said at the Apollo. Yeah, I bet. I noticed that place shut down. I think it's a Taco Bell now, right? <laughs> All right, Aaron. Idiots. Next year. Next year. Next year. I get it. I get the joke. Next year. Yeah. We're going to start the year off right with a new game for a new year. We're going to be playing the just-released Rygar oh, for boy. the Amiga Entertainment System. The, the AES. <laughs> I like it. Um, this was suggested by Amigos Game Selection Committee member, Chris Foles. And if you would like a hand in uh, voting for the games that we play every week, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Amigos Podcast. We'd love to have you. It's a great time. You can join our Discord, chat the night away. Um, I also want to thank all of our people in the chat. We had a nice crowd over in the chat today over on twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. Edvin was here. The Retro Man Cave. Bark Bit. Pixels at Dawn. Ricky DeRocher. The Slow Norris. Tanner Mirabelle. Lob Sterminator. Duncan Styles. Frodo NL. Pack Billy. 10-Minute Amiga Retrocast. L. Curtis B. Uh, thank you guys, Retro Gaming Denmark. Thank you guys so much. Like Terry and Brent were in Terry and well. Brent, yeah, they're still still hanging around, I think. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. 
uh, Wishbone. And uh, we will be back next week. What did I forget? Say goodbye to Cody. Goodbye, Cody. You know who that is? The other guy at Pixel Gaiden. I want you to get his name in before the show was over. That's what I said, Cody. You didn't say nothing. You just sat there with a dumb look on your face. Cody. That was his name. (laughs) That way you're off the hook. Oh. I don't want to turn into Pixel Gaiden next week. They're like, look at these two idiots. They've done it again. I don't know. Cody is a hard name for me to remember. No, it's not. Wild Bill Cody. Cody Rhodes. Captain Cody. Commander Cody. Isn't that one of the Rhodes That's right. That's right. Yeah. Cody. You're off the hook. I'll try and remember Now, do you remember the other guy's name? Eric. There you go. Eric, you know, Eric and I go way back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We How's were in Nam together. Oh. How do we get out of that one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Until next time. Adios. Adios. Happy New Year's.